صحت مجنون مكنون مفنون خايب سايب لايب يا قلبي دلم 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 Welcome to the Bayat Beat Season 3. This is the podcast where we analyze the tragic comedy known as the human experience. I'm your host, MC Devi, and I'm joined by my co host and mother, the Reverend Summer El Bayati. Hey. The music you're listening to is my grandfather, Sadun El Bayati. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Oh my goodness. So somebody got slapped a couple days ago. (laughs) And dare I say, we have a new Russia of Hollywood. Oh, that's hot. Will Smith. Um, Yeah, I just watched the video and they're like, oh, Oh, we should sanction Will Smith. And so I just like that just popped in my head. Oh, okay. Will Smith is Russia now. Mm. <laughs> we need a we need a scapegoat in every facet of everything. But wow, there is a lot to unpack there. Because like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Two millionaires slapped each other. Whatever. They've known each other 35 years. Okay, like they're friends. He's clearly upset. Whatever. And then it became this whole thing like, oh, Will Smith should be charged with assault. And oh, um, what are some of the other stuff? Just a lot of crazy stuff. Like people made it. People made it. Yeah. Take his Oscar away. He should never be invited. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But like people made it political. And and I just thought and a lot of my generation thought too, like people my age, we just thought it was funny. You know, that's interesting. We're just like, oh, that's hilarious. And but like all these, you know, liberals are, <laughs> and uh, mostly oral, older liberals uh, kind of went crazy over this thing. Yeah. So when I initially saw it, I was like, that's an inappropriate joke. Because. Now, I, I'm not a big fan of Chris Rock. I'll, I'll be honest. So, so those are my, my biases. He said like some really uh, just stupid stuff in the past. And comedians say stupid stuff. Like that's, that's what their thing, right? They can, yeah, but they, they usually they say smarter things. Like, the, I mean, Chris Rock is a legend. So like, you know, everybody has their mistakes and stuff. But he said like, I feel like he said Islamophobic stuff before. Uh, but I couldn't find it when I looked it up. But I remember that. Uh, he, he just said controversial stuff. But anyways. When. So I, I that's my bias. I like the Smiths. I've always been a fan of Will Smith and Jaden Smith. And what's their daughter's name? I don't know. 
but she had the whip my hair back and forth song and that was like a thing with me oh, growing I up about that right and uh jaden smith was in the karate kid the remake with jackie chan mm. and i used to watch that all the time and will smith and jaden smith were in this movie called earth together and it apparently got like really bad reviews and i think that when that came out that's when i like started to notice people started hating on this them are you, are you talking about jada is, is it Jada? No, Jaden. No, Jada. Are we talking about? No, his his son, oh, Will okay. Smith, and oh. and his son, Jaden. Oh, okay, okay. So there's Jada, Jaden. I'm just gonna look up the daughter's name. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know. I should have looked it up before we started. Willow, Willow Smith. Mm-hmm. So there's Jaden. Oh, there's a Trey Smith. I don't know. I guess that's another son. I have no idea. There's Jada Smith. There's Will Smith. And there's Jaden Smith. Will Smith and Jaden Smith were in this movie. Oh, I, I uh, just got it. It's a play on all their na- on their names. Will Willow. Jada, they were in Jaden. They were in this mo- 2013 movie After Earth. And it got really bad reviews. And I felt like that's when people started hating on them. Like they started hating on the Smiths. And the internet's been like really bad to them for years, and I never understood it. Uh, yeah, I've just never, I've never understood it. So, but we'll get to all that, anyways. So, the Oscars comes around. I, I didn't even know the Oscars were ha- happening until this slap thing started. Mm, yeah, and for a lot of people, they didn't know. I had no idea. And then they started watching it. Yeah. We saw the slap. And then, like, because we were going to report record a podcast, we watched a little bit of the beginning of the Oscars. Uh, And and you fell asleep. But so I I stopped it. But we watched. (laughs) I'm outing you. I'm outing you. You fall asleep very quickly. Mm -hmm. But uh, I work hard. Sorry. I just drank soda. So I'm burping now. Uh, so we watched it and my, like I watched the beginning. First of all, I haven't seen all those movies like Dune won a lot of awards. I haven't seen Dune yet. Mm, and then some other movies I haven't seen. So they were yeah, all winning I awards. Like so I was like, it was very boring for me. Uh, I'd rather watch the streamer awards, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> anyways, that was a good show. Yeah, that was the good, but that's like, you know. I'm a part of that culture. This whole Oscars culture is like very, it's too much. But anyways, I was watching this Oscars and they were saying a lot of jokes, like the MCs and stuff that I like, I was like, that's kind of inappropriate. Ouch. Yeah. Like, like, especially since kids, kids watched the Oscars, like my dad made me sit down and watch the Oscars. And I was like, this is the most boring thing ever. But he made me. Oh, when you were younger. When I was younger. Yeah. And there was a lot of inappropriate stuff. And, and so now right, they were talking about being on things on drugs or there's like, yeah, a lot of sexual like jokes, that. but there yeah. was a lot of like, yeah. like was there was one joke that stood out to me, like Leonardo DiCaprio and how he has girlfriends that are like younger than him. And I was like, why are you saying that? <laughs> like, mm. I was like, what the heck? Like, I don't know the context of that. 
And to be honest, I don't really care, but it just seemed seemed really weird. So, but now that I watched that, I kind of understand why Chris Rock felt the need or, or not need, but the like okayness to say an ableist and misogynistic joke like he did. And it is ableist and misogynistic, and we'll talk about that. Nobody's talking about, like, that Chris Rock's joke was very inappropriate. But anyways. So now, like, after I've seen that, I'm like, oh, okay. And you were saying apparently his joke was not in the rehearsal. Right. I had had, um, read somewhere or... um heard on a video i don't know i we've done so much listening and and reading right that um anyway that it wasn't in the rehearsal and it wasn't on the teleprompter so it sounds like it was like an off the cuff just kind of Mm -hmm. you know and in 2016 he also made a joke about jada Mm. which was like jada wasn't invited to the oscars that's what that's what that's what his joke was basically and and wasn't there wasn't it that Jada decided not to go to the Oscars or something? Yeah, she was boycotting it because it was too white. Mm. So the Oscars she was, was making too white. It, right. So she was making a statement. Yeah, but there's more shit to that. There's like that she's a hypocrite because she's in this other show, or it's like all white people. There was like I don't know. It's 2016. I don't really care. Well, <laughs> I, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. Um. I think it's lovely that um, just as our, you know, our podcast started off three generations, right? Um, Jada Pinkett Smith is doing a podcast. I assume they're still doing the podcast that's three generations. What's going on? What's happening? Can you hear me? Your mic. What about my mic? Okay, just bring it up to your face. It there is up to my face. There you go. There you go. I don't have. Okay, go a ahead. Good go mic. ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Why? Why is your mic better? No, it was just pointed down, and just go. Nada. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. Anyway. Go ahead. Um. So I think it's cool that they do the three generation podcast as well. I think ours came first, but you know, whatever. Ours was first. They copied us. They copied us, but that's fine. Millionaires want to copy us. We're fine with that. That's fine. So what's really crazy is that apparently Jada said live on her show to Will Smith, like admitted that she cheated on him. Mm, Which is just and they apparently high fived after. I, I like I again I don't care enough. I didn't watch the clip, but that's what I've been told. So I think it's true. They high fived after, but and they still high-fived. that's got to be hard. I did watch the clip. I watched this years ago where uh, Jada Smith was talking, or yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. I think you have to say her full name. Uh, was talking about her alopecia and how that was really hard for her. So when Chris Rock made the joke, I was like, "Whoa." That's not okay. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, maybe he didn't know that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia or whatever. 
and I, I, I find that hard to believe. But maybe, well, maybe it, he didn't know. I don't it, know. Even if he didn't know, look. Even if he didn't know, it's still like a misogynistic joke, which well, I, I guess. I, right, you know, right. Because, I mean, misogyny. I'm sorry. Do you need to be pointing out women's, the way women look? Do you need to put it down, make them feel as though they don't look as good, right? Um, because they have less hair. Um, do women need to be the focus? Because I don't hear... Uh, comedians making jokes about, you know, the looks of um, other stars that are male, right? Um, and as someone who um, identifies as a woman, right? Like I um, know that the expectations are that I look a certain way, that my hair looks a certain way, that I wear makeup, that I, you know, uh, the way I dress, the way I speak, you know, there's all these expectations that we are socialized into. And as somebody who's also an ordained minister, clergy, right? I also experienced that, right? In, in that vocation. So, um, there's a lot of double standards out there. And so I, you know, so I felt like, wow, that was, you know, that's just something you don't do and that you're not doing. Yeah. And and it wasn't, men. you were, I think you were saying GI Jane was, was used as an insult because people assumed. Oh, that's, that's what um, Tiffany Haddish had said, right? Yeah, that she had said that that was, she grew up at a time when that was considered an insult um uh, uh because gi jane was considered lesbian right i don't know and if so that's, it was like an that's what she thing? had sort of alluded to that you know that um that uh, jada was you know there with her husband and then it was like you know uh attacking her sexuality or something like that. you know that she had said yeah. something like that which i think is you know, baloney, but, um, oh, but I baloney? think, well, I just think that, you know, um, I don't know. This is the eighties. So, you know, uh, right. Uh, didn't, I don't know. Jane I don't know when G. came out. I don't know. When was that? I think that was 1987. I'm not gonna look it up, but I think, so. but to me more, you know, um, oh, well, look, anytime that, um, it, you're basically saying that, um, it, the implication is that, oh, if she um, has her hair shorter, right, that it's not as feminine or something like that, right? Like that was, that's what he was implying when I think she looked hot. So, you know, it, regardless, right, like that she looked gorgeous and hot. So, you know. Well, that's especially weird because in the like in the black community that's a thing short hair is more acceptable than if you're it's in a, hot you're in a white community right so that's what that right? what also doesn't make sense like in black panther the women warrior like they're bald right <laughs> you know what i mean and they were just hot and strong it was like a source of strength so yeah it does, and i think i think it does the, make one wonder one of the queens of nubia like didn't have hair like mm -hmm. her depictions I, I don't know i don't remember i need to look but yeah, that was like a thing. Right. If it's a source of strength in one community, right, and not in another, then how are we 
if it's not a source of strength in a white community and was used as, you know, demeaning, then you're upholding white supremacy culture. Well, and the Oscars is majority white. So would that joke, would that joke have hit? Mm. And if the Oscars were majority black, I don't think it would have. And I don't think Chris Rock would have made that joke. Yeah. Interesting. So playing to. Because that that makes like that joke. Yeah, that doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. It felt like it was portrait. It wasn't even funny. No, it wasn't funny. And yet people laughed because they. Well, they're all there. They're all tipsy. You know, they (laughs) also they also laughed after Chris. I mean, after Will slapped Chris, they all laughed. Well, they thought it was a bit. Yeah, they did. You know? And, and then, and there and was then a Will smirk Smith. on Will Smith's face. Yeah. So. Like, should we analyze and it? And the way that, that Chris, I mean, yeah, the way that Chris Rock, you know, was like, wow, Will Smith just slapped the S out of me, yeah. right? Like, so, you know. Should um, we analyze the clip? Let's just analyze because there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Oh my goodness gracious! Do we have to? Let's just analyze. I'm, I'm going to mute it. It's going it? to be muted. Don't worry about it. Oh my goodness! I don't want to watch it again and again. We've and seen again. it like a hundred times. I know that's why I don't want to watch it again. And so Devin apparently is watching it again. So Are you gonna say anything? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to talk about it. So he's saying basically praying that Will Smith wins this thing wins the award so then he's now he's saying a joke he says jada i love you gi jane too can't so he prefaces it with saying i love you which tells me he knows this might be problematic he says jada i love you gi jane too when can't wait to see can't wait to see it and you know she's like why would he preface it with i love you she's wearing like some you know khaki colored gown right yeah like so, military uh colors you know, it, right so is that is that the like, reference she's because wearing. of what she's wearing and she's wearing her, this green and her head yeah, so he says that she rolls hair. her eyes mm-hmm. clasps her hands together mm-hmm. and looks at him and will smith is laughing here now a lot of people are saying oh will smith is laughing uh why do you go up and slap blah, blah you know whatever blah 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 it could be that it didn't settle in. So he laughed at the joke, but it didn't set in well, till a couple seconds later. Well, but the, also it's been said that there was on the screen, they showed her face, right? Jada Pinkett Smith's face, Next. which oh. on the screen. And so then he oh. saw the pain in her face because she's she's upset by it, clearly, right? Yeah. Um, she's not laughing. Uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, I wouldn't. Him a I wouldn't. Stern look. I wouldn't laugh either, right? Like, and I didn't laugh at it. I didn't think. Yeah, it, was it funny. wasn't funny. But I wouldn't laugh either when you're making fun of the way I look. I, you know, I grew up and have had people make fun of the way I look. You know, I mean, so it's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially it, when you're it a woman. Hurts. It hurts because we're supposed to please. We're supposed to be pleasing. We're supposed to be beautiful. We're supposed, and then when people make fun of the way we look, it's very hard to deal with, and it's very hard to keep your to smile and and wave right and be like you know it's funny. Well, especially because I had to learn how to laugh with people. I had to I had to learn as a young person who was bullied. 
I had to go to counseling and learn from a professional counselor how to laugh with people when they are making fun of you, right? So, you know, I'm not going to give excuses for, you know, multimillionaires who are famous and, you know, um, I'm not going to give excuses for them. But, you know, I'm just going to say that words hurt. Words are violent, right? Jokes are violent. Well, and and this is what's interesting. I'm taking a criminal justice course. And people are saying, oh, Chris Rock should sue Will Smith or press charges. Well, in a court, first of all, I don't think a jury would convict Will Smith. Like, <laughs> good luck with that. This, this is an icon, you know? And so is and, Chris and Rock. And second, second of all, they're friends. And third of all, they've been friends for 35 years. And third of all, it was a freaking slap, okay? It was, it was, it was a slap. But we'll talk about that. Uh, but... Because he made that joke uh, under the, like, okay, we have free speech under the First Amendment, but a lawyer could say, oh, that wasn't, like, an instigating uh, type of speech. It instigated a violent reaction, which is, you can't do that with free speech. You know what I mean? Like, if if you know Mm. something's going to instigate... And there's a lot we're analyzing this right That's now. An interesting point. And they could an, and they could, you know, there's a lot of evidence to point and suggest that Chris Rock knew it would like hurt her. Kind of like Trump instigating people to go storm the Capitol. Yeah. On January 6th. Like we're gonna go over there and we're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, basically and that's why he take was, back our democracy. Yeah. And so people have been going after Trump for instigating speech. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's right, like, that makes sense. there's limits to free speech. Like you can't say fry, fire in a crowded theater because people would start trampling each other and trying right. to get out of the right, theater, right, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, so he says that Jada mm-hmm. gives him a look and he goes, what, what? And he looks at the audience and the audience laughing. He looks at the audience for approval because he knows that that didn't hit. So he does that. Mm-hmm. Now let's watch what happens. And he goes, oh, that was a nice one. That was a nice, nice joke. And then Will Smith walks up and he goes, uh-oh, Richard. Right. Which is very interesting because he didn't go, oh, Will. He goes, Richard. As if. As if he's, Will takes on that character. Character. Yeah. I mean, yes, granted, he's there nominated for Best Actor Award for that role. But to call him that character at that moment, that is very interesting. You know, like, mm-hmm. and, and we haven't seen the movie, but we do know that later on, um, when Will Smith is giving his acceptance speech and apology to the Academy and all the nominees, right? Mm-hmm. That he mentions being a protector like Richard. Richard. Yeah. And so that's very interesting. So clearly Chris knew something or he could see something. Or he could see his demeanor change. Yeah. So I haven't, we haven't seen the Richard movie, but this whole walk, his whole look, we can't see his look on you know, because his back is turned the camera, but that could be, you know, how King, how, how Richard King Richard walked. in the yeah. King Richard movie walked, which right? I think is very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. So we he's have no storming idea. up as Richard. You know, we, I mean, we don't know that, but in quotes, 
He storms up. Chris Rock is laughing. Chris Rock leans in thinking, uh, you know, he's going to talk into the lapel mic, right? Will's going to talk. And, we'll, and then, and Will Smith, he, he gets in a very good stance. He, you know, swings, puts his other fist up and hits with his hips. He slaps him. Well, and I had listened to a video of a, a, um, a, an analyst of behaviors who talked about the fact that um, that Chris Rock had his hands behind his back could have, you know, a couple of meanings, right? Like one could be not feeling like it's a it's a, a stance of regalness, right? Like you mm-hmm. know, um, the jester. Right. Or, or, you know, that I am regal. Right. And I am like, I am royalty. And so I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm unafraid, but it also could be the gesture of, you know, Hey, don't get in my space too. Right. So, um, but, and, and I find that very interesting. It's, it's definitely showing that you're not afraid of getting harmed, right. Mm -hmm. In your organs. And so that's, so that's very interesting, an interesting take that he continued to sort of have his hands behind his back instead of getting ready to defend himself. So it it's possible that he did not know that this was going to happen. Oh, right? yeah. I don't think he did because he's shocked after. But he gets slapped. And so he's slapped. He's okay with it. He goes, oh, wow. That was a good one, dude. Good one. Now, if you've ever been slapped before, I've I've been slapped many times. Um, but Not by family or anything like that. No, by so you friends. Need to I've like, been slapped hello, by friends. Thank you. My goodness, I've been slapped. A very many times. very similar contact context. Right by a, by friends. By friends and very hard. And I think I have a vague memory of a girl slapping me. I think I said something wrong. Oh my goodness gracious. How's this look? But Kevin I don't think it was really justified. A nice person, y'all. I don't think it was justified. I have a very vague memory. But in in uh, I have other, you know, I've been slapped before. Let's just say that. I've been slapped. Uh, but when we were kids, this does this also has the energy Chris Rock's reaction right after mm-hmm. has the energy of when we were kids, we'd see who could slap each other the hardest. Mm, so we like a game. We'd do exactly what Chris did, you know, with our hands behind our back and we'd lean in and close mm-hmm. our eyes and mm-hmm. boom, we'd that slap each familiar. other yeah, yeah, and yeah. we'd take turns. Yeah. So that has that energy a lot. And Chris goes, oh, wow, good job. Like, Arr, you know, mm-hmm. so he's okay with it. Will is proud of himself. He fix. he walks back, he fixes his jacket. He has a little smirk on his face. Like, don't, no. don't tell me he doesn't. That's no. such a smirk. The, be- the behavior analyst did point out that at one point Chris let go of his hands in the back of mm-hmm. him and turned and it looked like he was bringing his his hand up as if he was going to hit back and then he stopped himself. Okay, let me so rewind that. So that's very that's very interesting. Let's rewind and see. Yeah, I but guess then he, I guess. But then he returns with his hands in 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 back of him to show that sort of regal um uh possible um, way of being again like i'm not threatened it's very interesting yeah i guess i could see that yeah well you know um 
I mean, this person had it like in slow motion. I think it was just stuff, an instinct, so. instinctual yeah. reflex, anyway. in, in my opinion. But and then see how he returns his hands back and to the back. Yeah, returns very to the back. Interesting. And he goes, "Will Smith just slapped the you know out of me," you know? Yeah. <laughs> and Will Smith sits back down. Get my wife's name out your mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's and yelling. He goes, wow, and he's angry. dude. He's he angry. Goes, Will Smith is angry. Will, you can yeah, tell. Will Smith is angry. Mm-hmm. And at this moment, Chris Rock realizes, oh, uh, that was not a, like a funny thing. But why didn't Will just yell that to begin with? Right. So there's the question. Why get up? March over there, do something like that. you had all that time to rethink what you were doing, mm-hmm. right? Now, one of the excuses that I have heard is that it was pure emotion. And it was just emotion and adrenaline and going and doing this thing instead of because he could have just sat there and yelled that, get your, you know, I've, keep my wife's Will name out of Smith, your mouth, right? He could have just done that. I've seen, you know, I grew up with Will Smith and this guy's like the nicest, like, I would not expect him to do that. I think, this is what I think. Snapped, maybe? I think, no. I think he went into the role as King Richard. You know, oh. he's coming off that movie. And, and you know, I'll never forget this, but I saw, you know, the interview with the villain of Black Panther, the Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. And he said after he played that role as Killmonger, he had to have therapy. I bet. And that was like yeah. when I realized, oh, like actors coming out of these roles that are very intense. Yeah, they need to go to therapy because it's, they get into that role. You have to get into the head of whoever you're playing. Otherwise, you don't play them well. Right. Yeah. So you've got to when you take on a character and, you know, with regard to depending on, you know, are you what type of actor are you? Right. If you really are going to do so well that you get an Academy Award, apparently, right? Then then you have to be sort of in oh, yeah. the headspace of that person. And you, you, you can, you know, take on, you're taking on another person's persona. So yeah. that's interesting. It's an interesting take. Yeah, maybe. So I, I think that's what happened. He went straight in the role like, and yeah, I don't think he was thinking in that moment. Yeah, it he just it, wasn't. It appears so. It appe- you know, anybody can have a moment where they do something stupid. If you are angry enough, you can do something so stupid, right? How many of us have held back, wanted to strike, wanted to, you know, um chase after somebody that cut us off right on the freeway or something like that right like how many oh yeah how many i mean you know you've been experiencing all the dumb things people do when you're driving and, oh my you know, god and dude, it's like people very, are idiots dude. yeah i know so so but how many how many of us and and i i just want to point this out right because i think that a lot of what I'm hearing is not a lot of grace, not a lot of forgiveness, uh, very little love. There's a lot of wanting to punish. Punish, right? Yeah. 
Punish. Like what, dude? And, and you know this this whole idea of punishment and accountability and all of that. And how many of us, if pushed, if and even not just pushed, if under so much severe stress, right? Like you know, just the just the idea that we're all sort of you know we've been in this you know two year pandemic, right? Um, Everybody, there's a collective stress that's going on. These people are coming to the Academy Awards for like the first time, right? Mm-hmm. It's different. It doesn't even look as crowded as it normally does. There's, there's got to be, you know, uh, we were just at a, at a picnic with friends, right? For the first time in two years. And there was a nervous energy about, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I noticed that, right? There was yeah. nervous energy, people kind of moving around a lot. There wasn't a lot of, let me sit down and just chill out and talk with people deep conversations it was let me talk a little bit here let me move on to the next person right and that was very interesting to observe that because here these people are being forced to sit when they probably just want to move around the energy right the energy in that we're not there so we don't know but they probably they probably have a lot of pent-up energy. They want that, let's move around and talk to people. We don't want to just sit here and watch a show. Yeah, watch right? a show. That's pretty boring. Well, well, and, and you know, they're there to congratulate one another. And it's been a difficult time for two years. Like, whenever you see actors um, being interviewed, like late night TV and everything, that's where I see them being interviewed, Right a lot of times they're like, this is my first time coming to be interviewed in person. I know last time you interviewed you me, interviewed me, it was via video, right? Or they talk about their experience not going places, right? And staying home. And, um, and so it was very interesting, very interesting to hear that you know, all these um, famous people have been experiencing what we've been experiencing, right? Yeah, well, you know, they're all kind of extroverted because they're actors and stuff. Well, no, know? there's a lot of introverted actors, so, by the way. Just in telling quotes. you. Introverted in quotes. No, there are. I'm telling you. Keanu Reeves, is that what you're talking about? Keanu. <laughs> I love him. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my okay. God. If anybody knows Keanu, I want to meet him. Okay. Well, the, well, the Wills in particular, or uh, the Smiths, not the Wills. Yeah, Will Smith. Uh, they've been getting a lot of hate for years. So, um, and we'll get into the whole, like, I guess, speculation on masculinity and whatever. And Toxic this masculinity. A, and you keep promising we'll get into thing. things and then. We'll get into it. I mean, there's a lot to unpack. So okay, anyway, finish so. Finish with the video because we have more. So he goes, wow, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then Will Smith repeats himself even louder. And like you could hear it just echo. But you know, it's interesting. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth, right? So my wife, right? Mm -hmm. There's ownership there. She belongs to me. Yeah. She doesn't belong to you. You don't get to do that, right? There's like an implication there, right? And I just slapped you to prove that you don't get to do that because you're attacking maybe my mass, my sense of my masculinity. And that's why there's this idea of toxic masculinity. Well, and, right? and this is interesting because uh, 
I watched Jadeon react to this and he's like a troll. He's like YouTube troller. And <laughs> I don't know what you mean by YouTube troller. He he's he's like a live streamer and he tr- he goes around in real life and he trolls people. Like he does a lot of joking. Yeah, he jokes jokes, jokes with people and yeah, he's he does funny like skits, you know, bits. impromptu skits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so he's a troll. He trolls. Okay, he's a troller. And uh, he was making a joke like Jada turned to Will and said. August wouldn't talk to me like that. And that's why Will went up and hit him. And August is, I guess, who she cheated on oh, Will with or so something. That, I don't know. Oh, so he was joking that that she maybe did that. To yeah, but but, but yeah. she didn't. Like, yeah, she probably we didn't. would hear about that. Like, Lupita would say something. Or, you know? <laughs> or maybe right, she right, wouldn't. Right. No, Lupita wouldn't. But well, I'm they, sure there were there probably cameras of... on. There probably was cameras on them at all times. And we would have. They're well, just not showing right. us. And maybe. there are and and there is that idea that you're in the front row and there are cameras on you all the time. Yeah, and they cut the audio out, ABC did, but the Japanese version and the Australian version didn't. So when this was like people want to see what was happening, that was like all on Twitter, the Japanese version and mm-hmm. Australian version. Well, and and the idea that they're, you know, the point has also been made that they were in the front row and so you know, there's a lot of pressure to just laugh at every single joke. Yeah. And so possibly Will was laughing at the joke, like you said, didn't really get it, wasn't paying attention to it. And then that's what I think. And that could be the whole audience, right? Like laughing. And yeah. People you just laugh, laugh when it's you, you also when they're uncomfortable, they laugh. Right. So, yeah. but, but it's clear that people may have thought that this was a, a joke until such time and they would have probably taken it that way. Till such time as Will Smith starts yelling angrily about keep your my wife's name out of your mouth, right? But then Chris demonstrates, you know, after he deals with that little thing, is like, dude, chill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, right? Like, I got it. Um, he looks to the left, right? And he, looks to the produ- he says, wow, that was the greatest... Yeah, he looks right, to the producer. He had a flutter in his eyes that yeah. shows that he's like a little confused. He's, he's probably he wondering stutters if too. anybody's going to do anything yeah, about this. Yeah, he stutters. This. But like, he looks back and we're thinking he's looking at the producers there. Yeah, we don't know. And the but, producers just said, but Keep right, well yeah. nobody knows what's 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 yeah, happening. They're not he's really being very confused. transparent with us, to Well, be and not only that, like the academy, so people have been like um like Wanda Sykes, who was one of the comedians that evening, right? Mm-hmm. She was interviewed by Ellen DeGeneres, another comedian. And she was talking about how this was very traumatizing for her. Um, and that that Chris Rock came and said, I apologize. And she said, why are you apologizing? And he said, you know, this was supposed to be your night. And now it's going to be all about this experience, right? The, what happened. And... You know, and and she was very upset that this had happened and everything. And she, but she was calling on the academy. She's like, "How come the academy is not apologizing to us? We are the three comedians. You know, we three women who were the the you know this comedian trio that we're acting as the hosts of the event, and nobody apologizes to us." And then she also was like, "How come? How come they didn't remove Will Smith? Right?" And so then the the academy releases a statement that we actually asked 
we asked Mr. Smith to leave and, and he, he refused to leave. So I thought that was interesting that all of a sudden there's this like, oh, 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 backtrack. Yeah, we're all, we're covering our base. And now yeah. we're going to, we're doing an, an investigation into it. Right. So. Well, I want, I want to get in the juicy bit because this was, uh, this is the juicy bit right here. So this is what I posted on Facebook. And because I was really shocked that people uh, were making a really like big deal about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a little bit like shocked, but I, I, I not as much. I get it now. Yeah, you, sh- you shouldn't hit somebody. But anyways, it, I still think it's a slap. It's not a punch. Uh, Chank, we saw on TYT, Chank was like, oh, does that mean uh, so-and-so can hit so-and-so with a bat now? And I was like, Chank... What are it's you not, talking that's about? That's not the same thing. That's not the same. It's a slap. That's not even the same thing in no. criminal law. Like, no. you know, it's got to be equal. It's a, it's a slap, for God's sake. There's a a literal championship called the Slap Fighting Championship where they get the biggest guys to try and knock each other out with a slap because it's so hard to do. So, well, it, it, it's a, but I guess, a I guess something it's that, like, you know, I'm just going to make a point of, right, that... In the, you know, films back in the day, I want to say like, you know, 19, sorry, 1930s, 40s, 50s, that type of, those type of films, you saw a lot of slapping. You saw a lot of mm-hmm. um, like physical, you know, like a woman may slap a man then a man may spank a woman. You know, like there was a lot of this really slapping. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of, you know, it's bad right it's bad it's we've we're supposedly we've evolved from this right like this Mm -hmm. thinking that this is okay to demonstrate on television so there is that sort of legacy in hollywood in which you know for a long time it was considered normal that people were running around uh hitting one another right that that was considered really normal. you look at it now and you go oh my god what were they, what were, like, why was that considered normal? It's not now. Well, right? and, and today a slap's sort of call, become a meme, you know, like people would call that the bitch slap. I haven't called it that, but, you know, like mm. it's sort of like a slap sort of has an energy around it now. I remember. Of like shutting you up, meaning, right? Yeah, That's but like, means. you know. Which is what there's Will's a, intention was. There's still like maybe. in media, there's still like, oh, somebody slapping somebody and uh, yeah. So there's yeah, still some like, acceptance, you're saying. Yeah, well, I, I remember what I immediately went to mm. is there was this uh, kung fu video game I played called Absolver. And you would like go around the world and learn movesets, right? And the rarest moveset was called the Calbot and it was a slap. You, you like walk up to somebody and you slap them. You know what Whoa. I mean? Mm. And that was the rarest move set. And so I always think back to that. But that was like, like oh, you have the cowbot? That's like such a, can, like, can you teach me that move? Like you could teach other players moves and stuff. And so it was like sort of that, this funny, funny thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I think about how I tried for so long to, um, you know, to be the good 
progressive mom, the good liberal who was like, you know, my kids not going to play with guns. My kids not going to, you know what I mean? And at one, at some point you just go, okay, I can't control this. No, you can't. This is so like a part of the culture. Well, the American culture, you know? Well, yeah. And you were reading your article and right. Well, we'll read it. Uh, That's a good point. Let's just, let me, let me go to this first. Okay. Let me talk about this first. Actually, no. You go do your thing because it's going to segue into that. Okay. Read your article. Well, it's not my article. This is an article um, by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, you know, the basketball um, player, basketball star. Um, it, the article is entitled, Will Smith Did a Bad, Bad Thing? Um, and it uh, he says slapping Chris Rock was also a blow to men, women, the entertainment industry, and the black community. And he starts by saying when Will Smith stormed onto the Oscar stage to strike Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife's short hair, he did a lot more damage than just to Rock's face. With a single petulant blow, he advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry and perpetuated stereotypes about the black community. And so then he gets into the, the, you know, um, the reference to looking like Demi Moore and GI Jane. Um, and, you know, um, mentioned that she suffers Jada, you know, suffers from alopecia. Um, but then he's like, you know, the thing is, you know, maybe that joke's not funny, but this is basically a gathering of multimillionaires to give each other awards to boost their business so they can make even more money, right? Because yeah, how exactly. many people, once you see the awards, then you go out and you watch the movie, right? Um, and so then he said, you know, the Smiths could have reacted by politely laughing along with the joke, right? Which is what mm. I was taught when I was bullied. I was taught by a counselor, you laugh with them, right? It was a school counselor. It was, a, we, sh- she did group counseling to teach those of us who had been bullied how to deal with bullying, um, which I will tell you this, that went a long way. Thank God my parents had me do that because that did a lot to help me in the long run. Um, So, you know, they could have laughed politely. They could have just, you know, given him a look. Yeah. Um, Instead, he was like Smith felt the need to get up in front of an industry of peers and millions of people around the world. Right. To go hint hit Chris and then, you know, also yell, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth twice. So then he goes on to talk about how some have romanticized Smith's actions as that of a loving husband defending his wife. Right. And so he mentions Tiffany Haddish and we already mentioned what she had said that she had praised um, his actions by saying, for me, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen because it made me believe that there are still men out there that love and care about their women and their wives. So he goes into talking about how 
it's not really about that, right? It's, it's really patronizing paternal attitude that infantilizes women and reduces them to helpless damsels, like damsels in distress, needing a big, strong man to defend their honor. Um, and so he's questioning that, right? Like, does, you know, is Jada Pinkett Smith able to take care of herself? And, you know, and, and deal with it herself, right? And he says, you know, um, this women need men to defend them, in quotes he puts that, right, is the same justification currently being proclaimed by conservatives passing laws to restrict abortion and the LGBTQIA plus community, right? Um so, you know, that's a really good point, right? Like this, uh, we need to, we need to, we need to protect you. So you shouldn't have abortions and we need to protect you. So you can't say, you know, like this Florida, uh, don't say gay bill, know. you know, like all that BS that's going on. We need to protect, protect everybody. Right. So, um, so it's interesting. So he goes into that and then he talks about what is the legacy of Smith's violence? He's brought back the toxic bro ideal of embracing Cobra Kai teachings of might makes right and talk is for losers. Now we watch Cobra Kai, you know. Cobra so, Kai. Yeah. Let's not forget that this macho John Wayne philosophy was expressed in two movies in which Wayne spanked grown women to teach them a lesson, right? So this Mm -hmm. is, you know, back in the day, like what I had alluded to. Young boys, especially black boys, watching their movie idol not just hit another man over a joke, but then justify it as him being a superhero-like protector are now much more prone to follow in his childish footsteps. Perhaps the saddest confirmation of this is the tweet from Smith's child, Jaden, whom you mentioned before. And that's how we do it. So mm. that's interesting. That's, oh, that's what you tweeted? Yeah. Now, I, 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 that's what I really disagreed with, that uh, black teens in particular will see this as an excuse to be violent or, or whatever we we as a generation you know have grown up around violence you know we literally play you know killing simulators we play video games and stuff we see on tv violence every day so th- that will smith will be a sort of uh what do you call it an example for mm-hmm. I, I just I don't agree with that at all and I think that's I don't know I found it kind of racist that you'd be like oh th- what's this gonna do to to black teens or, or whatever and I'm just right, like right. I'm and like Kareem what Jabbar <laughs> is like, black yeah so, I know and so that's so why I was like yeah I was like that well, is the that's what a conservative would kind right. of and say. the same paragraph, like, I mean, the, the next paragraph, he's saying the black community also takes a direct hit from Smith. One of the main talking points from those supporting the systemic racism in America is characterizing blacks as more prone to violence and less able to control their emotions. 
And then he goes on to say that, you know, people will campaign to continue to marginalize African-Americans and others through voter suppression campaign. Now, I agree with that, right? Like, I don't know that I agree with what, like, you know, this, oh, the, the you know, young boys and well, particularly black a, boys are going to be. There's a, in Kendrick Lamar. Okay like this. In and Kendrick, go, yeah. In Kendrick Lamar. Uh, but I do think he has a point there, right? That it is true that that um, people who are racist see not just blacks, right? Black, indigenous persons of color as being more emotional, more, you know, like my being an Arab woman, right? People get shocked when I even raise my voice a little bit. They, if I, if I'm passionate about something, right? Yeah, you, they you freak must be out. Anger, angry, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, you've noticed. This. Oh yeah, I've noticed this all the time. You see it, uh, you know, that people just go, oh, they yeah. Don't, they don't expect that out of out me, of a woman, right? especially. I, well, I notice that all the time. In an Arab woman, we are, you know, we're we we also are, you know, oh, too emotional and too, you know, Arabs in general are considered that way, and we're considered violent and you know yeah yeah we we get but called terrorists and things like that right i grew up being called that just for being arab and muslim i, I understand his take on that and sort of like letting people know about that problem but like again conservatives in particular they'll find anything to villainize so will smith doing this is not gonna create a create bunch of people a, who are gonna be violent like young well, kids that are gonna not be only that, but it's not saying. gonna like uh, it's not gonna create that number one. Number two, conservatives again they will find anything to point out to confirm their yeah. belief system and their fears. Or their, fears they don't really have a belief system, but anyways, but fears of people of color. Yeah. So yeah, in Kendrick Lamar's, I think it's. DNA or whatever, or I don't know the name of it, but it's, it's, he has two songs and they kind of lead into one another. And in one of them, in the beginning, he plays a news clip in which the newscaster is saying, Oh, what are these, this rap music doing to teens? It's, it's making them more violent and stuff. And wow. What? And so he, no, he plays a clip in the beginning to comment on that in his rap music. Do you understand? Yes, yes. So I remember what that. I remember that. Kareem Abdul Jabbar is doing is reminding me of that. Like, oh, it's gonna make black teens more violent. Like, no. N no, it's not. Just like, because just they stop. see an idol. Right. That's like the most yeah. silly take well, ever. I mean, you made the point that there is violence everywhere in so many films. There's violent. I mean, our country is violent. We have the the um, the death penalty. We are so punitive. This society is so punitive, wanting to punish, punish. We punish. have the biggest violent. incarceration rates in the world. Like right, and it's insane. Yeah, incarceration is a business. We've privatized it, and right. and our incarceration rate compared to our population is it's wild. Like that we have that many people incarcerated. I remember it, the wild. first time I realized that this was privatized was when we were living in New Mexico and I saw on the television a commercial for working 
working for this corporation, like something, Corporation of America, something like, you know, Incarcerated Corporation of America, whatever it's called, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, Prisons of America. I don't know. Um, but I saw that and I was like, wait, it's a corporation? Wait, what? Yeah. And then I started looking yep. into it and I started reading about the militarization of schools and mm-hmm. the, the prisons. OTC. And yeah. And so I was just like, wait, yep. what is going on here? And how, and you know, the school to prison pipeline. And, you know, I really started learning about that um, when you were a wee one, a wee little one. Well, let, let, since we're talking about violence, let me read you what I wrote on Facebook because I think. This is an amazing take, not to toot my own horn, but I think I... Go ahead, toot. Okay. Toot, toot. I said, remember when the Oscars booed an indigenous woman when they booed Michael Moore for being against the Iraq war or literally any time they gave an award to a pedophile? Worse things have happened at the Oscars than two men who have known each other 35 years having a disagreement. People saying violence is never the answer have never been slapped before and are blind to the history and the violence these institutions produce. Mm. So the point I'm making there, and I have a picture of the indigenous woman and Michael Moore, but the point I'm making there is Hollywood is a violent institution. Yes. The amount of violence Hollywood perpetuates through Islamophobia, through Russophobia, through anti-Asian sentiment, through anti-black sentiment is immonstrable you you know what i mean and it's been going on for i would say over a century now right or about a century now and it just continues yeah they and and yes hollywood has done good work Mm -hmm. but i was looking at the audience of the oscars and there's still a lot of white people there right when is it going to be less the majority when are we going to have you know half and half half BIPOC and there's still a lot of white white. actors you know Tom Holland like new white actors Timothy Charlemagne Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what are some like shows where you have a young white male protagonist or some movies like, that's a, a lot still. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is still going on. And, like, Homeland, one of the most racist fucking shows mm-hmm. towards Muslims, mm-hmm. it like, they just ended. Like, on their eighth season, they finally finished. So I, I don't think they're having a new season, well, thank yeah. God. But now there's this new show, Bodyguard, is just as, as racist. It's just as racist. It's, mm-hmm. it's called Bodyguard. There's also another show called The Messiah, on netflix or whatever apparently that was super racist like it just continues which i see yeah you know oh yeah you're like why do you watch that why do you watch i'm like i want to i want to see how many times they're islamophobic Uh, which is a lot i'll come down in the morning 15 15 seasons 15 seasons it's every episode like i'll come down in the morning every episode it's not every episode but it's a lot of episodes i can't stand that yeah. show i'm i'm, I watching, remember them. I wa- I'm watching them Devin. i have to keep my eye on i them. remember i watched hawaii 50 and i was loving hawaii 50 i was like loving until it until they did an islamophobic yeah then then they did an islamophobic episode that like was so shitty and you could tell like the actors didn't want to do it 
like you could see and it made me so upset because here i am i loved this hawaii 5 like the new one i'm talking about not the old one and they do and i had to stop yeah. watching it i was like well this speaking is, it of, was disgusting it, it really was well and speaking of you said gi jane was in, in the 1980s because mm-hmm. in the 1980s a lot of films were anti-muslim anti-arab and so i bet gi jane was about that too like i don't remember i don't remember i know i saw it but i don't remember so i would have to like go back and and watch it to remember but you know anything that had to do with the military was always going to be against arabs and muslims well in so. the next show you watch i want you if to, they weren't against I want russians the, russians were bad too back then. i want I the audience to like count the next show you watch how many white people are killed and how many persons of color are killed right and you'll see or who's killed first or That's who's killed usually first. a thing too, right? Yeah, and yeah. you'll see. I mean, they may be trying to change it because we keep bringing it up, but... You know. No, I haven't noticed, but you'll see that a lot of persons of color, especially blacks, are mm-hmm. killed in the shows. Mm-hmm. And the implication there is that persons of color are disposable. Right. That's the implication. Yeah. I remember in the early, early seasons of Walking Dead... You know, they'd kill off a lot of the persons of color. They just, and they weren't, they didn't kill off the whites, right? And now they've switched to where now they've killed off, like they're killing off the whites. Probably people complained. Like you have to complain. Well, yeah, they got more progressive. Now they're killing off the whites. There's a lot of, yeah. 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 You know, it's a, it's a long, long road. It's a long road. We're still not there. And, and you know it's it's interesting because you know one wonders what would have happened if you know somebody who was a white actor slapped a white comedian up there what would have happened yeah would what would the be, reaction be would people be as upset well chanks tweeted uh if a uh, if it was one it was a white one and one was a black one, there'd be a civil war by the morning or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if a white actor slapped a black actor, a black actor slapped a white actor, there'd be a civil war by morning. And I, I mean, I thought that was stupid. That was a dumb take. But I, I guess I could see that with conservatives. They'd have a, for them, you know, the, the Nazis, they'd have a hat in the ring. Right. And we would definitely see a spike. In so violence. in one way it was a little more safe for two people that have known each other for you said 35, 35 years, years right? they're and friends come from the same you know um culture right to have done that versus you yeah, know that was different that was yeah. maybe a little safer well and what it would and maybe that's what would will, will smith about. oh yeah i'm sure that I mean, would we don't Will know. Do, or was it, it all completely emotion? We don't know. No, yeah. I, th- like, I think it, Will, you safe? calculate, you know. Well, but also, did it feel safe my because friend, you're a millionaire, you know. right? Well, yeah, like, you're a millionaire. You're famous. You're, you know. You're so at the I Oscars. Thought, I thought know? it was very interesting that he referenced D, meaning Denzel Washington. And, I mean, you know, we could break down his speech which, you know, I mean, you saw, like, I, I cried because there were some things that he said that referenced like leading his people, meaning, you know, uh, we're still, still fighting, fighting the fight, right? Like we're still, 
we're still not there, right? We're still not at the promised land. We're still, so, so, you know, that type of reference was very beautiful um, and very meaningful, but he, he used Denzel Washington. And I think he did this with sort of a lot of people, right? That he was referencing in his speech. So it was very calculated. And I don't know how the heck he was able to calculate a speech so effective mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sort of references as self-aggrandizing excuses. Um, but he... It was a good speech. It was really excellent. I'm like, how did you do that that quickly? Um, but, you know, he referenced Denzel Washington, who, you know, um, to, to show that Denzel supports him. And he referred to him as D to show that they're very close, right? Um, and then the camera went to Denzel Washington very quickly. Yeah, he said, and you could Denzel see, Washington said, uh, at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes for you, which mm-hmm. is a very like, wow quote. Yeah, that was deep. That was deep, but it was Denzel telling him, Hey, don't think that you're all that. And then some, just mm-hmm. because you are famous, you're up for an, an Academy award. You're, you know, you're, doing well like that's when temptation the devil means temptation yeah the temptation to do things like get up there and slap a comedian and here right? here we are a couple of days later and he's apologized and yes. he, he, he wrote a very good apology let me read the apology very that good was apology. quoted so since um since this article was um was uh, posted right um it says here's an update since this article was first published will smith has issued an apology to chris rock the academy and the audience in part he posted quote violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive my behavior at last night's academy awards was unacceptable and inexcusable jokes at my expense are part of the job but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's apologized. He, that's a very good apology. I'm sorry. That's very mm-hmm. good. It is very good. Chris Rock has not apologized. And now you may be thinking, well, why Why does he have to apologize, Devin? His joke, again, was ableist and misogynistic. Now, I also wrote this on Facebook. Now, I told you that somebody told me that there was an apology by Chris Rock. Okay, and but you uh, that was fake. said that it's fake. That was a fake thing. Now, this is what I also said. I also said, imagine if Will Smith instead walked on stage and told Chris Rock that his joke was ableist and misogynistic. Chris Rock would have been canceled so fast. Right. And that's, that and is instead, so true. Instead, Chris Rock's... Um, uh, instead, he's the victim. Tickets, instead right, of Chris but, Rock's the and victim. And his tickets are going higher and higher, apparently. Yeah. So it's like through the roof uh, to get tickets to his shows conspiracy now. theory shit i wouldn't be surprised if they both stage that thing you know because will smith people i don't i don't think they did because of the way i know i wouldn't be surprised though is what i'm I saying mean, first, i don't think they did at either. first because you know i like a good conspiracy theory right so at first i was like oh what if what if what, what if? if they stooge but the flutter 
oh in yeah for his sure. eyes in chris rock's eyes and the way he looked to the side like is anybody gonna like what am i supposed to do and then kind of like turn back and his eyes fluttered showed that he, he was, was trying to was figure out what to do next oh yeah and and, and he so very gracefully continued he, on right but I he clearly say. didn't continue with his jokes from what we saw we don't know like you know what but he just kind of moved on and then people were upset because it's taken away from you know the beauty of the evening right like those who received um uh the awards you know and he was um the award that he was uh, uh announcing was an award um from uh from somebody who had won an award for a um documentary thank you and he slurred his words who did chris rock he was stunned yeah 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 he was clearly stunned right um and and so that you know that leads you to believe that it wasn't it wasn't staged or anything um and you know i i mean i think so comedians have talked about how like you the the public expects the academy probably expects everybody expects you know in that industry they expect the comedians to be the ones who are kind of like on the front lines being the edgiest saying the things nobody people are thinking they they don't want to say right like that and now that's in danger and so when chris rock um i think had just had a show in like boston or something the other night right there was a heckler in the audience and Chris Rock, you know, said, Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to talk about it. I'm still processing it right at the show. And then he joked about him having a gun. Yeah. He and said, he what does this person maybe have me? a gun and want to shoot me? And so his bodyguard came out onto the stage and then apparently some others, you know, took the guy yeah, out. And the guy apparently res- resisted arrest and whatever. It's, yeah. But the, the point is that that also, you know, his making a joke about that is it, it is a real reaction to what happened, right? Like that demonstrates, I think, that Chris Rock is traumatized as well. And and like I said, Wanda Sykes mentioned she's traumatized. Ellen DeGeneres mentioned she's traumatized. This is what's happening with comedians, right? Like now they're like, uh-oh, what's going to happen if this has been allowed to occur on national television, right? Like now, do I not get to live my truth? Do I not get to speak my truth that you all expect me to speak, right? And you've, you have been, you've been a comedian, right? Like yeah. as an MC, um, you had oh, to entertain. What was that? Oh, God. oh, that's hot. Okay, thank you, Will. Um, but you've been, you know, you've, you did a, you know, and like a Texan accent a la George um, W. Bush, right? Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, that was nobody, my favorite. 
Nobody came it. up and, you know, and nobody heckled you. Nobody came and, you know, uh, and gave you a hard time and everything. Well, apparently were, a friend's... Uh, they probably didn't... Some people probably didn't like it. A friend's grandfather was from Texas in the audience. Well, I probably don't like it. Oh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think I asked and he thought it was funny. But anyway. Oh, that's good. But yeah. But, you know. I'm I sure mean, there was some that did not like my... But accent. you were you were also But I got one of the taking, biggest laughs. You were taking a chance. You were acting courageously and you emceed yeah, that, that whole was, show. Mm-hmm. We're talking hours in an accent, Texan accent. And well, you were dressed like a cowboy and all that. And what I will reveal about that night is the theme for the talent show was America or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there was American yeah. flag. So I was actually making fun of that. Right. And that's why I put on a Texan accent and stuff like Which that. Which was very courageous and very cutting edge and very edgy, right? Because yes. nobody expected that. No. Nobody expected that that's there what There were some would do. S- people's faces that were shocked. Yeah. It was very funny to watch people's faces. But as the night rolled on, they sort of got used to it. And you were very funny. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and so... You know, I often think about the times that you were doing sort of these MC gigs where you were having to, you know, entertain people and be comedic, right? Um, that that was kind of like, you know, you're being a, you're testing out what it's like to be a comedian. You were, you know, you were younger, right? Um, not much younger, but you were younger. And, and I was limited in the jokes I could make. Right. This is true. Yeah. It had to be there rated G. There was no cursing. G. Yes. Rated G. There were Which was kids very difficult yeah, for me, right. but I did it. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> but you can see how if you weren't able to be in a safe environment in which to do that, right? Like the Academy Awards is supposed to be a safe environment. Everybody mm-hmm. was supposed to feel safe there. And then all of a sudden Will Smith does that and yeah. people don't feel safe. Now, they don't feel safe. I right. worked in special education, right? In which if I had a student who st- did something to pay- make people not feel safe and I, and I experienced that, right? I had a plan. The plan was get my students out of the classroom. So I had a student who picked up a chair and threw it. And what did I do? I got all the kids out of the classroom. So there was a plan in place because I knew that I was working with kids that would were prone to violence. That said, there were other things that I did. If somebody said something to upset somebody and, you know, then I would take them out into the hallway and we would discuss it and calm, you know, calm somebody down, the person that was getting upset, maybe, you know, teach them breathing exercises, things like that. There are things that you can do to calm yourself down so that you don't react by throwing a chair or hitting the person or attacking them, right? So there are things, right, that Mm -hmm. you can do. And it's unfortunate that Will Smith didn't do those things, do those things so that he didn't, I mean, he walked a long way. This is what I keep saying. Like, at what point did you not realize what the heck am I doing? Wait a minute. Right, exactly. I mean, you are, you get up from your chair and you walk up a stairs And then you have a long walk and this person is unsuspecting. It's kind of like making a joke. Oh, here comes, you know, Richard and stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you, 
was that by him saying, Richard, did, is that when you made the decision you're going to follow through? Oh, did yeah, you right. At that point, say, oh, no, okay, I'm going to oh, be I this character. Richard. I am Richard. I'm going to be this character right now. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. do a thing. I'm going to do a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you turn oh, around, mm-hmm. right? And then you're sauntering back. You know, and he did this kind of like the swagger. Yeah, and smirk. I don't know. Yeah, the swarp Fixed smirk, right? And right. Yeah. And was very proud was of very what he did. very proud of what he did. But did he make that decision? Was was there a decide like there's there a moment when you gotta stop yourself, right? Like he had time to stop himself. Mm-hmm. He was not walking fast. He was walking, you know, at a normal pace, right? At average pace, right? There is a moment in which you go, What the heck am I doing? There has and he to didn't. be he didn't. You know, didn't. this isn't like getting angry. And hitting like like just a quick reaction. Just it a wasn't quick like that. hit hitting yeah. something. No. This there was, was it. he had the a methodical walk. Yeah. And I'm I guess I'm gonna do this. Yeah. There was intent, I should say. And and so what was that what was that about? Because, you know, this behavior specialist was like, Oh, he was it was all emotion and everything. But he had time to stop himself, right? And that's the key, I think, that that we also need to look at I have witnessed students who were labeled and you know emotionally disturbed I have watched them take a moment and think before they acted out violently yeah I have watched it I've watched the it wasn't like immediate right Mm -hmm. that they kind of took a moment and they thought about and they go yeah i'm gonna do that act violently right and i've always found that to be very interesting um i don't know what's going on in their mind at that moment and everything but will smith had longer than just a moment to change what was going to happen and so why why do that well it could have been he made he decided when he was in the chair and he got up and he walked and then he thought oh shit i shouldn't do this but he was already walking up there and an actor commits so in yeah. a scene right actors actors are taught that you commit yeah to what you're doing in that scene yeah. without commitment it doesn't go right well, and you just said Jaden. So was it an act? You said Jaden Smith, his son, posted on social media, and that's how we do it. Right. So it could be he was thinking of that. He was thinking of his family as he was walking up. What is everybody going to think? What's everybody going to think if I just say a joke into the lapel? You know, what's my son going to think if I don't hit? Well, and this there's man also right the now? also the idea of what is your in tension what is your intent as an actor mm-hmm. you know uh, you talk about like well why would my why would my um character react this way why would my character like you know um why would my character say that i i don't understand right and if there is if it's not clear that the character would do such a thing or say such a thing then there's no intent and there's no, you can't really commit 
to well, and, and that action and that saying. Who's Will Smith on camera and then who's Will Smith mm-hmm. at home? Exactly. Is there a different? So was that Will Smith at home or was that Will Smith on camera? Very good. And because Will what, Smith on camera is one of the sweetest guys I've seen on camera. So, and what yeah. is happening at home? What is happening in Will Smith's life to have cultivated this possibility? Right? Like, if people are put under enough stress in their lives, you know, there, there's predispositions to things right so we know you know the medical community knows that 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 a person can have a predisposition to a personality disorder they can have a predisposition to cancer they can have predisposition to you know right like we all have with the right trigger the right stressor you can set something off in your body right so you can get a medical condition with the right triggers yeah. Okay. And so you have to wonder personal stressors, right? Meets collective stressors, the stressors, the collective stressors of all the people in the world, all the people sitting in that room. Mm-hmm. The amount of stress to look beautiful, right? Like it's we have a red carpet. Everybody's got to look gorgeous, right? Yeah. Everybody, all genders, got to look gorgeous on that red carpet, right? And so you don't attack people's, the way people look. You just don't because you know that everybody's worked hard to look gorgeous. They spend hours, 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 right? Not just the day of, they get, you know, they get dresses from designers, jewelry from designers. There's like fittings, you know, there's all these things just to lead up to this. So that when you put down, and then the other thing is, you put down somebody's spouse, right? What are you, what are you expecting that person to do? You are attacking them. It's a personal attack on them and on their family and all of that, right? And that's what which he did in 2016. Right. And which Wilson I was referencing. And, and he protector. also made a misogynistic joke in 2016 about oh. Rihanna. I'm not, what? I don't want to repeat it because. Wow. Because. Hey, it's haram, bro. Right. Stop for Allah, bro. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Allah, the Almighty. Allah, Allah, Allah. Yeah. It's haram, bro. Haram. That's so true. That was the last sound effect. Finally did that. I finally had an opportunity to do that. But. I yeah. think you had another opportunity last time because I, did? I think I do remember singing it again. Yeah, or we just no, I do, it do it before the show starts. Yeah, we, we like to we like starts. to play with all the yeah, different yeah, 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 sound yeah. effects. Oh, that's hot! It's hot! Yeah, it's that hot! One, yeah, that one I don't like. You don't like that? Well, I'm a that's little. That's the best meme. No, but I'm a little mad at Will right now I, for I doing that. I quote that, that like, all the time. Like, I'm not saying that I'm. Like, oh, that's hot. I know, I know. You These do. are ones that you I quote do. all the time. You do, actually. You do. That's right. That's true. I, I quote that. it in my head a lot. Okay. But I didn't know it that's as a sure. Will Smith thing. Oh, and, that's hot. And, you know, and I grew up with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, so I loved Will Smith then. Well, I grew up you know? with Everybody Hates Chris, which apparently was Chris Rock. That was my favorite show growing that up. That was about One of Chris my favorite. Rock? Yeah, no. apparently. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I'm looking this up right now. No, it was not. Yes, it was. What? 
Mm-hmm. I grew up watching that too. See, I must have grown up when you grew up. Based on. I told you I'm Gen Z, the best generation. What? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's not based on Chris. The character Rock. Drew is loosely based on Chris Rock's brother, Tony Rock. Oh, Growing his brother? up, real Chris Rock said that Tony was cooler than he was. Chris Rock's real family had mom, dad, six other brother, one other sister, and himself. Oh, how interesting. I didn't even know that he so, was. So, yeah, I guess that's that his that, life. Wow. I didn't even know it was even remotely a part of his life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How interesting. So, right. both of them have these sort of um connections american television period sitcom inspired by the memories of the teenage years of comedian chris rock what i so loved everybody now, wait a chris. second that was amazing so show. they both had they both had these shows these shows that were affiliated yeah. with their lives legendary shows now fresh How prince of Belair is more famous true and we'll but that's only it. because more generations know about it my generation grew up on Everybody Hates Chris, and that's and a I, newer show. And I guess I should say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's um, article has a picture of him with Will Smith on, I think, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air set, and he said that he likes you know, Will Smith and that he has been to his home, I think, or something. So, you know, so he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like, you know, he, he likes he likes Will. You know, he was just saying, hey, Will messed up. So I just want to say that in case y'all, you know, go away thinking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't like Will Smith. That's not it. He's No, he's just giving he his Analyzing, take, yeah. Which, the, the effects that it could have. Yeah, he, he brought up a lot of good points. I just, mm-hmm. I think that. You don't like the you know, one about one about saying that people are going to be, teens be, are violent, be vi- like I think violent, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Come yeah. on, dude. Well, especially because, like you said, you grew up. Your your well, generation like, is real gamers. Like, they used you know, to say major gamers. They used to right? say they used to say D and D. This is your generation. D and D is satanic Satanism, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. They used to there was a satanic panic around that, and then my generation they said we're trying to say. Video games make kids violent, and they still say Dungeons and Dragons, even though Dungeons and Dragons is like really. Oh yeah, well there's known still there's some still cities saying, and right? towns trying to ban Dungeons. It's and like Dragons. Harry Potter. We need yeah, to Harry burn Potter. the Harry we Potter burn, books. Yeah, burn the books. And yeah, there's still yeah. some people who make the connection that oh, so and so played video games and he shot up a school. We all play video games, honey. We're not that all, would be a lot of people. We're not all around. shooting up schools. Yeah. Like, please stop with this dumb logic. And actually, I've had the opposite thing where when I'm very angry, I play a video game and I'm not so angry after. Calms you down. Yeah. Calms me down. So I've had the completely opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I just hate when people, you know, make, make, uh, well, and, like and like so you know, dumb. video game, as no I evidence. said, video games started in my generation, even though I'm Generation Z, we've discovered, ha ha ha, um, you know, it, they start, we started with, you know, shooting type of games too, not quite like what you have, right? Not the militaristic style, <laughs> unless you think about asteroids and stuff, right? But, but you know, um, 
there was, you know, that sort of hand-eye coordination of shooting. And so, and so are are you, are we going to say that, you know, my generation um, also had a lot more shooting and, you know, that teenagers were running around shooting and stuff? I don't think so. And as, at, you know, the society on a whole, right, as a whole has um, experienced in the last couple of years, I'm sorry to mention it again, we've been dealing with a pandemic, um, experienced an increase in violence, right? An increase mm-hmm. in murders, an increase in well, actually, shootings. And they said before the pandemic, let me just say this, before the pandemic, psychologists have said that we are, were going to see more um, mass shootings and suicides from this style, right? Like where people are not just doing individual suicides, we were going to see an increase of suicides via taking out other people with you, right? Like mass yeah. shooting suicide. Yeah, that types. has gone up and it's very alarming. And that has increased. How much that has increased. And that is also connected to climate change, which is connected to pandemics, which is connected connected to mental health i know we have known all of this from scientists for a long time and yet and now we're experiencing it and you know we're blaming well video in the near future or will smith hitting some or slapping know, right? somebody right like that that's going to be the thing yeah no no honey it's gonna do yeah, it Yeah, exactly that's gonna tip everybody over the edge Hmm. yeah well 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 i think What's interesting about, I think in the near future, eco-activism, and I say eco-activism in quotes, because I'm thinking eco, not activism, air quotes, quotes. (laughs) eco-activism in the near future is going to be a big, that's going to go up a lot. And I'm not thinking about eco-activism, I'm thinking about eco-terrorism is what I'm thinking of. But in in regards to Mother Nature, that would be eco activism and eco activism. Wait, wait, what is eco terrorism? What do you mean by that? Blowing up power, like industrial plants, mm. uh, N- nuclear stuff plants, like that. maybe like oh no, no 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 people wouldn't mean? be dumb enough to do that. I mean maybe maybe there would be somebody, but no, I'm talking about. As climate change progresses, oh, people will try to stop these. People things will that are try to stop these hurting the climate corporations from oh, trying to I hurt see. the climate, and we've already we're already seeing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vegan community, vegan hey, activists, hey, are very. Don't be saying anything about no, vegans. no. I'm saying I know a lot of good vegans, and even PETA and stuff like this. They're very active. I've seen, you know, a lot of stuff, especially on like youtube and documentaries about like vegan activists and animal rights activists i'll say animal rights activists because i don't think all of them are vegan but they'll go to like farms and and they'll take over they'll take over the farm like they'll just well i'm sorry i'm sorry but i can understand that i just need to say that i just need to say this i get very upset when you know we've saw those films okay we, you and I have seen a lot of those films. Well, and, that's, that's what and I'm this saying. this industry is horrible. It's horrific what they're doing and what they're creating um, with all these sort of like processing plants of pigs and chickens and 
and then the cows and it's just it's disgusting it's absolutely so so i kind of i kind of get that i'm not saying that i would run and do that but i kind of get that that you know i have had feelings of what is the matter with people that yeah that people are not taking this climate change seriously and wanting you know to to change the world by doing that type of activism well the point i'm trying to make is if base needs aren't met in society people will become frustrated and they will act out with that frustration through criminal behavior Mm. so if you're not going to fix climate change people are going to try and fix it themselves by any means necessary Mm. if you are uh well look at if you're not going to fix mental health people are going to yeah do mass suicides mass shootings well i mean look what look what's happened with this you know sort of mask mandates and you know people getting all upset and getting a little violent and you know um and and um and then you've got where these pilots are trying to sue the government because they think that the mask mandates on the airlines are um, what's making people act violent on the airplanes? You know, um, I don't, I don't know that there's really a correlation between that. I think that you know, a lot of people are frustrated. Traveling is no fun. People, you know, uh, I mean, even before we had a pandemic, I, it wasn't, it wasn't the, you know, I mean, you could have a flight delayed four hours. Very easily. That's happened to me before where I'm like, okay, I guess I got to wait. And I saw, I saw how angry people got. And I just sat there. I'm like, what's the best thing I can do here? I'm just going to remain calm. So I just stayed in sort of a meditative state to keep the energy right from, because the energy was spinning out of control, right? It was like a tornado around me and I was just being calm, right? watching people go up to the to the um the people the airline people that work there up at the booth yelling at them screaming at them you know and there's nothing they can do about it right and so people do this people get angry and people lash out and people sometimes act violent i mean i know that uh there are people that get upset if somebody leans back for instance, right? Leans, leans their leans their seat back. Even though yeah. they're allowed to do that, I know I get annoyed, right? I know others that have gotten annoyed. That doesn't mean get annoyed. Like yeah, get annoyed about if somebody leans like their seat back on the two legs in front of me. When oh, the seat on a that's plane. in front of me on an airplane, right? Right? And so well, there are people rude, that yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and people are allowed to do that and, you know, and so people do. I've I've you know had people getting in my space, you know, spreading well, their legs. Yeah, what do we call that? Man spreading or whatever, right? Man and, spreading and in in between two men, and it was very it was the worst. It was so uncomfortable. Um, and you know, so I, I'm just saying that number one, traveling is bad and not fun, a very stressful event. Um, and then you've got this pent up energy from a pandemic, right? Um, all of that. And so to say that, oh, it's mask mandates that 
or, you know, let's get rid of that is just absurd. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to Will and Chris. Okay. Will and Chris. Let's look. So I wonder what is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Let's speculate. This. I mean, the Academy is has claimed that they are, um, that they're looking into it, that there's going to maybe be some sort of sanctions, some, you know, basically Will Smith's going to get punished. Yes. I I don't like that. Well, there's going to be, as you said, there's going to be, uh, or there is being sort of like, apparently, LA of Will Smith. There's, you know. Oh, uh, is there? Well, I mean, you you said he's like he's like uh, Russia now or whatever. Oh yeah, they want to sanction him, or, mm-hmm. or there's talk of that at least. I don't know what that entails. What does that mean? Does that mean he can't act anymore? Or does that mean he can't ever go to the Academy Awards or get an award? Or no, something? I I think that means he can't act anymore. You can't tell somebody they can't like well what? yeah you can if if no you movie mean the screen actors guild is gonna say yeah you can't whatever do whoever does it, you can easily say so this is all like cancel culture baloney right which we this don't. is worse than cancel culture cancel culture this is worse cancel yeah. culture is nobody's ever really canceled okay is a, a bunch of people get mad on twitter okay and they say oh you're canceled you're canceled People are mad at them for two weeks and because people's attention span is dumb and they have no morals, they will, they're not canceled anymore. They go back about their business. Like Joe Rogan's a perfect example. He's been canceled how many times? How many times has this guy been canceled? He's still doing his podcast. He's still doing his thing. The UFC still yeah. has him uh, host their events. You know, when I'm watching a UFC match. People, mm-hmm. the, that's real people slapping each other. Okay, that's really. Well, I bet you know I he's bet commentating. People you know? will, as we saw, people did rally around around Will, and people probably will. I mean, it, it, this is a world where people take sides, right? Mm-hmm. If there's a divorce, right, then one person gets some of the friends, and another person gets other friends, right? It, it, this is this yeah. type of world yeah you know oh one person gets True. the church and the other one doesn't you know like, one gets the dog one yeah. gets the cat right <laughs> right i mean this is what this, now. right no so i mean this is the type of world we live in right so so that's gonna happen right no people will people right exactly people will be all about will or well, all about Chris. and i'll admit i'm siding with will a little bit more and I prefaced this in the beginning of the podcast. I said, I'm biased. I like Will Smith. I like him. So therefore, you wouldn't cancel him? No. Well, I wouldn't cancel either one I wouldn't, of them. I wouldn't cancel, I, well, I would I wouldn't like cancel see, anybody. I, I would I like to see that they... I'll that cancel they, Israel. Hell yeah, in baby. In front of... Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to see that they, in front of everybody, right, um you know, demonstrate what it looks like to repair a relationship. Oh, yes. That, that would be would great. That would be amazing. That's an idea I had. I, I totally forgot. I had an idea where they should go to counseling together. <laughs> right. And show people this is how you repair relationships. 
I this think yes. This is how you make things better. This is how you forgive. This is how you show grace. This is how you show real love, this love and kindness that Will Smith claims he wants to embody, right? Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm they should go you, to counseling. I swear that would be amazing. They should demonstrate, use this as a tool to demonstrate people this is how you do it. I mean, really, we, we this could is make how so we many it, memes really. out of that too. Like we've already been making memes out of the slap. If they go to counseling, mm. more memes, meme more, factory. Yeah, that's true. So those in the memes making memes, this is a good one. <laughs> so wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, right? Like, you know, clearly the talk of the town, clearly embarrassment on both sides. Like, both are embarrassed. It's not yeah, just that they're Will both Smith embarrassed. is embarrassed, which, you know, he, he is. I think Chris needs to apologize for Chris his joke. Chris is embarrassed, too. I think Chris needs to apologize for his joke. People may disagree with me on this, but, again, his joke was inappropriate. It was ableist and misogynistic, okay? You, you know, he needs to apologize. Will apologize. He did a very good apology, okay? The two of them now need to do shows together, do a movie together, do counseling or something. And yeah, exactly. Show that you they've know, known each other for a long time and, and you know they can forgive. They can and, forgive each other instead of And you let know. me just say this. I, I have a friend who um used to talk about how, you know, uh they would get into fights in bars and then they go get breakfast in the morning together. Yeah. Right? Like they mm-hmm. would fight, physically fight, and then be like, Okay, you wanna go get breakfast? Sure, let's go get breakfast. And they were done with it, right? Yeah. I've, I exactly. know that, you know, those of us who have experienced bullying, right, we have experienced, um, some of us have experienced turning uh, the bully into a friend, right? Like I experienced Well, think that. about when you're a kid, um, you get mad at somebody and then ne- the next day you're not like mad at them anymore. Right, right. But I, mean, I, but I mean, I had, I had where somebody much bigger than I was threatened to beat me up on behalf of somebody else who was jealous of me for whatever reason. So, you know, major, you know, basically had somebody bully me on their behalf. Do that, do that. And my parents said, okay, you challenge her um, to fight you after school in front of or under the window of the principal, the principal's office. I know. Scary. I did not know how to fight. And this was somebody who was much bigger than I was, like way more bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Would have hurt me very badly. That would not have been good. But I did. I followed my parents' advice. I showed up very scared, but I showed up in front of the principal's office and she did not. Mm -hmm. What ended up happening... Because, you know, clearly the principal would see it. So yeah. that was the whole thing. Was the the principal thing. would see what happens and, you know, we they'd would get in expelled. trouble or they'd get in trouble or, you know, um, the principal would see it. I wouldn't, you know, be harmed as much. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very smart on my parents' part. But they also understood bullies. The cowards. Bullies are yeah. cowards. Right. Always and, remember. And so what ended up happening is we became really good friends after that. Um, Which is crazy. But 
that's the way it is. I also know others who have had similar experiences where somebody's bullying them and they somehow turned it around and they became friends. So what I think yeah. this could be a beautiful lesson for people. If we're worried about kids becoming violent, if we're worried that, you know, that, um, that this is, you know, um, uh, bad for women's rights, if we're worried um, that comedians can never, ever, ever be edgy again, wouldn't it be amazing if these two um, icons showed us differently? Yeah. And I'll think we'll, uh, we'll end it on those beautiful words. Thank you, Habibi. So, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binaries, yes. this has been a very interesting podcast and hopefully a fruitful one and educating one for all of you. This has been The Bad Beat. Beat.